Yeah, you want to get this started? Yeah, why don't we get this started? All right, we'll get this started. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of In the Wrong Podcast with Sean and Don, or Don and Sean, however you prefer to say it. Whichever one. Uh, we had a little bit of a break. We had the holidays, Christmas, New Year's Eve, everything like that. But we'll get to that in a little bit. First and foremost, the news from last week, or whenever, the, uh, the Capitol building. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That was crazy. Did you, uh, were you watching that live or did you just like catch it like uh, after work and everything? I was catching it live a bit and was pretty shocked. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how to feel about it. It's, it's just wild. It's kind of, it's, it's sad, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have friends that are African American and like, they're watching that and after like what we saw from the black lives matter movement and everything like that like national guard was there in preparation like three days in advance and yet we had to call them in yeah. like an hour after the windows were smashed out at the capitol building and like you what, what's going on you expect like the heart of the country to have a little more security but i guess not uh well i i didn't even put this together until like I don't know, a few hours later, someone was like, you realize that like the countries that don't like us are looking at this going like, oh, it's that fucking easy. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, if we just dress up like these guys, we could just like march right in there, walk right up. OK, I mean, I, I, the reports, I, I didn't see much on this. You would think that they would report a lot about it, but they said they found like uh, pipe bombs that didn't go off. Or, I like, was literally just going to say, or, man, that it could have been so, so much worse. If they just planted something catastrophic, yeah, entirely, and that's a big ass building too. Sweeping that must be what was probably pretty freaking intense. And I got to be honest with you, like I was pretty surprised at how big that crowd was. Like yeah. it was what was a the total sizable like crowd there? Thousand, maybe less, maybe more. I think so, I think something around there, but yeah. hell, it looked like the. Some of the streets were a sea of people. It looked like a Zeppelin concert in the 70s. Yeah, less dumb, though. <laughs> or more dumb, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah way more dumb. Yeah, less dumb. <laughs> They're a bunch of smart patriots, Don. <laughs> <laughs> no. I actually saw a video of uh, this guy. He was on a megaphone. He's like, if you're afraid, do not go forward. If you're a patriot, march with us. I was just like... So if you're afraid you're not a patriot, I Wait, guess you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, dude, these they're they're a bunch of militia cosplayers. That's what it seems like. You know, just a bunch of fools that took off work from their cement mixing job to go to DC to tell the big crooked government what's wrong. Shout out to all the uh the blue collar uh Americans who don't support them because there are a lot a lot out there. Who are actually smart so you guys are you guys are great true <laughs> that at least recognize that these people maybe don't have their best interests at heart yeah. but not at all whatever whatever i don't know I no don't... i mean i think what was the grand total five people were dead i Apparently. think one of them was a police officer one of them was that lady that got shot in the neck mm -hmm. which i don't know what she thought she was doing i mean they told her do not go through that window and she was like uh probably sure you i'm coming through the window pop yeah yeah it's i mean 
that sucks that someone died. I mean, a loss of, of life is never a good thing, but what, what do you expect? You're literally staring down the barrel of a gun. And you pretty much tell him like, you won't, you can't. Well, yeah. he did. I'm, I'm pretty sure so. they had all the right to defend themselves or defend their, the, the building of our, the capital fucking building of, of the United States of America. They had the right. And the know. irony. These guys were like Blue Lives Matter flags and everything like that, and just completely ignoring the cops. Like I saw videos were like, "We're not with you anymore. You turned your backs on us. You turned your backs on us. We fought for you, and now you're fighting for against us." It's like, dude, they you are they literally don't care about you. They they got it. Uh, it's it's absurd. It's, it, the the logic just doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah. But then I also saw videos of cops just like standing there with their arms crossed while these people are walking past them in the Capitol building. And they're just like, well, I'm not, what am I going to do? I don't That's know. That's not my job. Start arresting them. <laughs> it's like the bystander thing, you know, in psychology where like a woman's getting mugged on the street mm -hmm. and everyone's just looking, going like, oh, somebody's going to call 911. So they don't. Is that what all the cops were doing? They're just like, well, someone's going to take care of it. I don't need to get the zip ties out. Yeah. I don't like, want to waste come them. Come on. I would, if I was a cop, I would just have the billy club out and I would just start going for knees. Everyone mm -hmm. that walked past me, just like, you're not walking right. You're not walking right. Come <laughs> on, get down. <laughs> Dude, it, it is pretty sad though, because you know, if it was BLM, like, it would have yeah. been a very, very different day. You know? Dude, an event. Rubber, rubber bullets, tear gas instantly. Like, they mm -hmm. wouldn't have even gotten that close to the Capitol. Yeah. It, it's just, and it's a backwards country we we live in right now hopefully things change certainly is. i mean we we got joe biden coming in we we have the democrats have control of the house and senate am i correct mm -hmm. yep i believe so yeah and yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see what what changes if or if not happen i i hope there there will be uh you know a little little bit of it, uh, normalcy, like that feeling before COVID, before all, all this, or before 2020, you know, mm -hmm. in some, I mean, some way. Now's the time. I mean, if they do, I, I believe you're correct that they have the House and the Senate. Now's the time where they actually have to, like, put their money where their mouth is, you know, yeah. and be like, hey, this is what our party wants. Because I believe when Obama was in, he didn't have the Senate the entire time or one or the other. No, well, he definitely so didn't have it all. it was always a battle with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it was always I, a battle. At the same time, I'm like, ugh, it's really hard because if you say... So am I. If you say something... If you say something that, that is, like, counter to uh, the Democratic movement, you know, meaning Democrats... Like it just sounds like you're in in support of of Trump, but but I, I yep. Well, first off, I I don't like the whole bipartisan, you know, system that we have already, and I sure sure Agreed. wouldn't want it to be flipped where the House, the uh, presidency, the Senate, all are controlled under uh, conservative rule. You know, so mm -hmm. there is a part of me that is like, all right, yes, I'm a more so a, a democrat so i'm pretty happy that that, that we have this uh new found control over over the government but at the same time it's kind of a 
a slippery slope. You know, you need the, those balances for sure. Act. But right now in Definitely. 2020, 2021, that other side is it's just not not a respectable uh, party to to be uh, supporting in any way. Well, they they hung their head up on the wrong side of history, I think, a little bit too much in the past four years. So it's it doesn't surprise me that things kind of shifted one way mm -hmm. just because it makes the most sense. And I think Bill Burr said it a couple of times. He's like, this is what happens every four years. Like everybody votes for the red shirt and then they vote for the blue blouse or whatever it is. Like right. the, the country constantly flip flops. But then again, like in our lifetime, when is thing when have things been so divided? And so like I've never I don't know. It, like it almost seems it almost seems like it's non repairable. And I don't want to sound, you know, like a a reactive here or anything like that, but it is a little bit, you know, weird. And also I hate how Democrats always try and paint themselves as like the fucking superheroes. Like, yeah, the, sure. I, I know no side is, is necessarily the right side. And that's what yeah. really my point, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, think about there's, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but there's people that just someone said, like, I'm a, I was confident about this, but then 72 million people still voted for Donald Trump. And I was like, you're thinking about it in extremes because most people I would say that voted for him are just people that say, oh, I'm a Republican and I usually just vote the party line. Or like, I'm I don't a, think or I'm a Christian. And and true. And that's the other thing. If you don't follow my views of how the universe or, or the world works. You know, I mean, why would I choose you? Yeah. And that, I think that's one of the probably biggest, a big thing for sure. Yeah, because one of the biggest issues that people always kind of vote on is pro-life, pro-choice. Mm -hmm. And a Christian person will never, well, yeah. okay, not never. There's definitely Christian There's Democrats but, that are pro-choice. Mm -hmm. But like very, very hardcore Christians that read it to the T are never going to go with a president that's like, oh, yeah, you know, pro-choice. If you want to have an abortion, go for it. Yep. No. It's just one of those things. And that's that's kind of the issue, I think, is just taking these sides like well, for with the uh conservative uh party, Republican Party, they they just seem to take these like really radical sides. I mean, abortion being one, um what's mm -hmm. it called? Uh well with the Black Lives Matter, they you can't they some of them can't even say Black Lives Matter and and they oh yeah they get triggered somehow which doesn't even make any sense to me i don't know a lot of them can't even say black lives matter or support it because their constituents will vote them out of office when it comes re-election time they'll be like oh, i remember when he was with that terrorist organization that mm. said black lives matter it's like terrorist organization God. jesus they've never broken the windows of the capitol and stormed in there mm -mm. they should have they didn't yeah. more restraint But it's so a, is America. I, I, I'm very curious to see what, what thing, where things go in, I don't know, maybe four to five years. You know, I don't think it's going to be, I mean, if there's any hope of, of things, you know, trending in, in the quote unquote good direction, you know, I, I, yeah. I feel like it's going to take some time for sure. There's a lot of damage done. I mean, fingers crossed. I'm a, I'm a known pessimist, so. You know where I'm standing, but let's let's see what happens. Let's let's hope. Well, let's let's explore that. What what do you think would happen if if 
America is just dissolved. I, I would, I would assume maybe like a civil war then if, if it would, if it would go to the point of no return, it would have to be some kind of civil war splitting up America. It's not like some other country is going to take us over, you know? No. Uh, yeah. We, I, I, I don't even know if it would be civil war, you know, like South versus the North. I think you just see like chunks mm-hmm. become their own, Yeah. you know, like maybe, uh, yes, new America forms. Yeah. And uh, like then you have like reset or re uh, reshaped and, and split populations yeah. moving to secede from the areas. nation and then yeah it becomes like that patrice o'neill joke where he's like we need five states like the entire south is now just texas okay <laughs> take all of new england and new york and make it that's now new york city it's all one big thing he's like we've got too much going on and maybe we're pretty do. sure that was patrice <laughs> it was a funny man yeah i don't i worst case scenario yeah i think we just see states becoming their own thing Mm-hmm. and shit like that i mean and this is this this wouldn't be anytime soon but if it were to be, to, to be to honest with you point. we still got an inauguration day coming up or inauguration whatever i said that wrong but inauguration these people aren't done they still think it's a stolen election yep i mean of course that right now they're getting pulled off airplanes and getting told at the airport that they can't hop on because they're on a no-fly list because good of course the dumbest thing these people do it's it's doubly dumb well, they didn't it, wear a mask during a pandemic where you, you could have covered your face up and maybe had a fighting chance but none of you agree with masks so you're walking around the most secure place in the world with with nothing on your face just going like oh i'm gonna steal a podium no one's gonna find me yeah let's take some selfies <laughs> yeah you fucking idiots uh, I, I don't know man. i'll tell you what i do hope happens though with this whole blue wave bump up that stimulus check i don't know if you've gotten yours yet i, I did. just recently got mine but six hundred dollars yeah i mean fortunately i feel like we, both of us don't necessarily need need it but right right I, but, I mean we're surviving without it and but for people who actually need it the hell is 600 bucks it doesn't even pay rent nothing no i mean maybe in some places but yeah even then i it's not more than two months rent Mm -mm. you know there's no way you're getting more than that even the place that i lived at in college in radford virginia which is a a dog shit town in virginia my house it was a three bedroom 230 a month per person and that was like there wasn't even wood flooring down we had like the construction level flooring Mm -hmm. and 230 imagine someone that actually is living in that not a college student yeah. and getting that check that does fuck all for them mm-hmm. nothing no it's insane i'm glad to get it and i hope i don't know i i'm i don't know much about economics but i would hope we can feasibly maybe uh do more stimulus or stimulus checks or some other form of you know uh help for people who need it yeah without without like just destroying our economy because I, right. I don't know and a lot it of people it's not a lot of people want like the loan forgiveness and like that uh rent forgiveness and that. that's where it gets tricky because it's like well what about landlords too landlords mm-hmm. need their money but these guys need money and all this so it's like that's where it's just like yeah one big cluster fuck that i don't understand and don't even want to get into i know but at the same time 
one thing I do know but is put some more I money in my money, goddamn account. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what is, not only is it only $600, what an awful rollout it was. Like, yeah, some, they messed yeah. it up. I'm, I'm pretty sure a bunch of people got paid a, uh, their, their check or, and then it was like taken out of their, their accounts. Was that right? Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I heard. Yeah. Some, some people got it put in their account, taken out of their account, and then put back in. And it's like, wait a minute, what are you doing? We just had to double check some paperwork. So people just bouncing checks, trying to uh, pay their rent as the government just kind of <laughs> just pulls a fast one on them. Yeah. Imagine if you did that. You you spent the six hundred because you needed to because the government hasn't helped you in six months since the last check that went out. You finally pay off some bills, then the government takes it out. Now you're overdrafted, and yep. you get the overdraft fee. The government puts it back in. Guess what? You just lost money. You, you lost money, my friend. All that overdraft is just no. It, it's it's ridiculous. I, I I'm glad. I think it's all cleared up. We both of us got our stimulus checks. They seem, I mean, I, they haven't mm-hmm. pulled it back out, fortunately. But yeah, yeah, it's all theirs as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, it is very strange how they can just give us money. Like we just wake up and check our account. We're like, oh, so you can do it. Okay. Just so we're, you can do it. Okay. <laughs> and I feel like. I feel like uh, the difference between $2,000 and $6,000 is pretty inconsequential in the long run of things, you know? Like, they're, they're paying... You would think... I, I, well, I'm saying I feel like they could, they, could, they could have bumped it up, you know? But I'm not a mathematician or an economist, so I, I, don't, I don't really know how, how in the long term, on, in terms of our, our country debt national debt how that how that's affected but i feel like we do a lot of spending in other places that are probably unnecessary so well it's good to know you're not a mathematician but if i did ask you a question you'd give me the same answer twice mr double score on his sats (laughs) i got other skills (laughs) i'm done i'm donnie two time donnie two time (laughs) i'll take the test for you you're not going to score better the second time but you could pay me for it. You'll get a. <laughs> oh, trust me, they're not going to think you cheat if you let me take the test. They're going to know <laughs> that you got it. I'll do the retake too. <laughs> retake, retake. No, but uh, I don't know. We could get uh, we could get old Elon Musk to uh, give the country some money if he wanted booster. to help us get ourselves bailed out. Yeah, a little booster pack. Come on, Elon. It'd be nice if he could at least just send every single person a uh, a flamethrower i think that'd be nice a boring company flamethrower hey that's what i'd like if the apocalypse is coming up i want that flamethrower baby you got to be prepared you, you never know <laughs> imagine going back in time which elon musk will probably invent time travel of course uh he's gonna go back in time and show cavemen a flamethrower and just become a god yeah <laughs> He's like, actually, why don't we start here with technology, <laughs> with a flamethrower? Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of half monkeys with poor spines. They'll <laughs> figure out. Over. They'll figure out how, how yeah, it works. <laughs> hey, I invented the uh, autonomous car. I'm just like, 
We don't even have I a assume meal it's yet, dog. <laughs> yeah, what? What the fuck is that thing? What is it oh, sitting on? What is that for? <laughs> <laughs> I still, dude, what an insane amount of wealth that is. I don't, I don't even know. Isn't it billions? Well, like hundreds of billions, I think he is now. He's 150-something billion, I think. I could be wrong on, on like that that digit, but it's definitely a hundred billion something dollars. It's crazy. Imagine getting in, getting in at Tesla's like ground floor when it came to stock. Like, I wonder what it's at right now. It has to be just like speaking, egregious. Speaking of that, I fucking wish I I had bought Bitcoin a lot earlier. I bought Bitcoin a few years ago, but I never. It was just fractional. But did you see where where it's at now? Do you buy? Do you do you do crypto at all? Isn't it around like eight k or something like that? You think it's around eight k? No, I don't. But I do have a crypto idea that I'll tell you after this. It is thirty one. Yeah, eight k. That's my guess. Thirty thirty two thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Wow. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. I know, dude. It's insane. There are people out there who bought Bitcoin when it was literally five cents and for per Bitcoin and are now like millionaires. My sister, I'm pretty sure she bought like maybe like 15 Bitcoin back in the day. It's, I don't know. I don't know if she knows where it is or not, but she better find out. Jesus. Yeah. I've heard of like horror stories of people that had like 10 Bitcoin on a hard drive that they lost. And now it's just like, gone kaput gone which would just be horrible i think i'd I'd go insane if that happened to me yeah that sounds like it reminds me of like you ever have those dreams where where you you have this great dream you have you're driving a a freaking awesome car you have all the money in the world maybe you have superpowers who knows but you wake up and you realize oh shit that was just a dream that's probably probably the same the same kind oh, of feeling. A terrible dream. Oh, it's a horrible dream because you, you it's so great at the time, and then you're like, oh shit, I can't fly. But uh imagine just how worse. Dusted. Imagine how worse it would be within like actual real life, <laughs> finding out that you just missed out on like a million dollars or more. I would never let it down. I, it would live with me forever in my head. I would just be like, yeah. "You fucking idiot!" Oh I saw God. a uh, you just I saw a, I saw a Reddit post of some dude when when uh, Bitcoin was worth six cent or maybe it was like thirty cents per uh, Bitcoin. He bought like a hundred fifty bitcoins, and he sold it when it jumped up to like fifty cents. And he's like, "Oh, I made my oh, money." Back. That- Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you imagine? So I'm starting a cryptocurrency and it's gonna be for women only. Only women can use my cryptocurrency. It's gonna be called Clitcoin. Clitcoin. Uh, I'm gonna launch it. Yeah, launch it in 2022, I'm thinking, once uh, everything really takes off. And uh yeah, feminist only. Okay. I'll back you. Because I still I still believe women need a strong man to really bring them together. So I will create Bitcoin. <laughs> Before stepping sister. down and I'll, 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 I'll keep my role until it gets enough praise and then I'll step down and give it to a woman. You position. could just I'll still up. be acting head. 
or maybe a sex change. Think about it. Let's not get drastic. Hmm? I don't have to get the change. I could just maybe find out that I identify as a woman That's true. in a couple years. You still have the dick. That's you know? Cool. Yeah, exactly. I think Caitlin still has it, right? I think so. I mean, I don't think I don't think she's come out and been like, I have my dick, everybody. Yeah, I don't know. Like, okay. okay. That was a good, a good impression. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think she's she's uh, necessarily telling everybody everybody that, but she should. If she wants to. Oh, I didn't I didn't mean to mention this when we were talking about the Capitol, but let me circle back to it. Sorry. There was I, I heard on J- Jim and Sam this morning. Uh, there was another guy that passed away at the uh, at the protest, the riot, if you will. Yeah, I don't he know uh, tasered himself had... in the. Wait, what? Yeah, one of them tasered himself in the balls and uh, had a heart attack and died. Yeah. Oh God. I don't know if he tasered his testicles on accident or if he was doing some sort of like funny thing where he's like, "Hey, check this out." But either way, imagine. I mean, come on, that has to. Imagine that has doing, to be a Darwin Award, right? Imagine doing the stupidest thing you can do in your life while doing the stupidest thing you can do in your life. Just a double a whammy. Double dummy. Yeah, a double yeah. dummy. <laughs> this is the greatest thing. R.I.P. Oh laser balls. But that was yeah. pretty dumb of you. I hope, I hope, oh, this is mean. I hope he left a wife and kid behind that have to tell <laughs> that story. <laughs> Well, my Johnny, how did <laughs> he shot himself in the nuts with his taser? He, he was trying to was fight for America. <laughs> he was always one to have a funny joke, and sometimes a joke can go too far. <laughs> hey guys, check this out! I'm gonna shoot my dick with a taser. <laughs> I can't feel my left arm. Oh, it all hurts. <laughs> Just keels over. Go storm him without me. Storm him without me. <laughs> I wonder, since he seems like a, a funny guy, uh, I wonder if his buddies around him are like, oh, this is part of the bit still. Yeah. <laughs> since he's having a heart attack on the ground. They're like, yeah, oh, he's really <laughs> taking this to a different level. This guy's a this guy's a hoop. God, dude, that that is that sounds first off excruciating. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the nut. For sure in the nuts. I hope he did it like. Yeah, but that's what I heard. I didn't do any research into it, but they've talked about it like two days in a row, I think. So I'm guessing they have somebody on staff that looks into this or else they get sued. Probably they not. have a few more than three listeners. <laughs> True. Hey, we're getting up there. I think we lost a listener, but it, that's yeah. okay. Hey, once we you hit five. Build. You can always build back. <laughs> once we hit five, we're buying the champagne. <laughs> Pop it. No, I... Well... I, I feel like if yeah, like we were, I, I would have ended up like we were saying earlier. It's been a while since. Uh, oh, sorry. Stupid Zoom. Your yeah. turn. What were you saying? No, go uh, ahead. What were you saying? Zoom very, fucked up. Very dumb thing. I was just saying, if I if it was me, I'd probably hitting hit my thigh instead. He must have some huge balls. Hopefully, well, had huge balls. True. He's dead now. Rest in peace. <laughs> Taser balls. Jesus, I hope it's on his tombstone. <laughs> his last act of defiance. <laughs> a true patriot. Uh, bad shot, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's a, 
it's been a while since we talked. You know, we had the holidays pop up and everything like that. Did you, did you have a good Christmas, New Year's, or was it a merry Kaliki Maka for you? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was good. Uh, me and Joanna, we we just went to a a, fa- a farm in uh, an undisclosed location. And just had a nice little mm-hmm. uh, weekend of ourselves, or alone, more like a like four days or so, but very peaceful. We didn't even have the the pooch. She's over here. Very nice, very nice, nice mm-hmm. little nice little evening with the wife. Yeah, not bad. It kind of made. So me I guess feel... you guys were there for a few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a good, a good four, three or four days. But yeah, wow. no, it was kind of weird not having my dog there because I'm so used to having her everywhere. And mm-hmm. no, that was that was kind of strange because as a dog owner, I, I'm sure everyone can relate. When you drop food on the ground, you just expect to uh, to <laughs> someone to clean it up. You know, you have like your own personal yeah, exactly. living Roomba. And I didn't yeah, have exactly. that. I, I'm pretty sure I spilled on the ground a lot, especially alcohol. So unfortunately, well, at least. Well, two things. Number one, I don't think you should let uh, your dog lap up your alcohol. I mean, she's that's got like a tank. She's got a steel stomach. Okay, she she can lap it <laughs> that all. That is up. true. No, I do not. Uh, <laughs> people, maybe a couple. Of and people, second, but you you spill you spill or make a mess at a rental property. That's their problem, baby. True. All right, they they fact they factor in cleaning costs to those prices. So don't you ever forget that and feel guilty. <laughs> No, but I, I stayed at an Airbnb yeah. one time and they said they had a, a little laminated tape thing on the entry and said, please leave cash to tip the cleaning staff. I was like, that's, that's my job. You, you do that. Yeah, you do that. This is your property. I paid. Did I hire them? No. No, I didn't. Okay. I paid for the Airbnb. That's the cost. I don't understand. Yeah, that's the extent of what exactly. I do here. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want me to tip the lawn service guy too? I'll be sure to drive back four hours when he shows up that week. Like, fuck you. So did you tip the, him? the boss? No, I didn't. I think I think the people I was staying with they pulled together money, but I was like Steve Buscemi in Pulp Fiction. I was like, I don't tip. I don't tip. <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> Mr. Pink. Being too fucking busy shouldn't be in a waitress's vocabulary. <laughs> was he Mr. Pink? That was Mr. Pink, right? Yeah, Mr. Pink. Yeah. yeah, I almost said the line, but Perfect. I don't want to get us canceled for saying the uh, yeah, don't uh, homophobic slur. <laughs> don't need that. Yep, no, we'll we'll leave it. But go ahead and look it up, and you you think it, okay? <laughs> you think it. Speaking of uh, homophobic slur, uh, did you hear um, Kanye West and Jeffrey Star? Do you think that's a a real thing? <sighs> Do you, I don't know. I mean, so, we can never tell. You know, we never know. You know me. I'm a big like pop culture guy. I love getting deep into these things. Like I see a headline and I'm like, okay, let's check it out. Jeffrey Star, I did a little deep dive on this Joker. He seemed like he was not taking it seriously at all. Like he was like making jokes about it and shit like that. Yeah. He so was, I was all like, over his uh, okay. Twitter. If unless he's like a super big asshole and he's just like, yeah, let's just keep blowing this out of proportion and like get more headlines, but I kinda, could be. I kind of respect it. I mean, if if it is yeah, fake, I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily ref- respect clout chasing, but I think trolling right. on that level is pretty hilarious. 
well, see, and it's it's a little bit different because it's clout chasing. If say it was like, which I guess that was the headline the day before. But if it's like Kim and Kanye, then that's clout chasing. If you start like, oh, oh I fucked him or something like that, right. you know, it's like, well, take it easy. Nobody even mentioned that. Mm -hmm. But since his name is in it. And he's just like, oh, I'm just going to goof on this. I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, kudos to you. That's yeah. actually kind of funny. Maybe one day one of us will uh, but, be in the news like that with Kanye. Oh, fingers crossed, dude. I mean, I okay. voted for him, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Kanye is kind of an eccentric guy. Like, yeah. I could see him maybe see him being, being bi. bi and, I, and I don't see the... I mean, the whole issue is really just him cheating on on Kim Kardashian, you know. Right, right, yeah. If he's with, into, if he's like in a guy, Jeffrey Star, you went you went from someone with like the curves, the okay. Curves. That's what everybody loves is her body. So she has the curves to Jeffrey Star, who's like two by four thin, very, <laughs> no curves, very bony man. The, the thinnest eyebrows i don't know what's thinner him or his eyebrows and i believe i believe jeffrey identifies as a male i, I mean, hope his, right? his name is I, jeffrey I we're, not, we're not doing this wrong we, we don't mean i read that's for sure. i read his wikipedia and it referenced him as he every single time so you would think they edit that if I he mean, was jeffrey... identified as a woman that's what i'm saying I don't know. The it's not really like it could go both ways. <laughs> the Jeffrey slope. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Jeffrey is. I've never met a female Jeffrey. Not saying there couldn't be. Exactly. Just never met one personally. Never met I'm one. just going off of my own my own instincts here, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll name my daughter Jeffrey. Spice it up. Hey, you could break boundaries. Exactly. You know. Be the first yeah, female Je Jeffrey, spelt like Jeffrey, G E J E F F E E. Is that right? <laughs> J. Uh, yeah, oh, I didn't I, spell that right at all. Yeah. But I also J E F F R E E. Mm -hmm. I believe is what he does. As long as you give your daughter a male middle name as well, so it's like Jeffrey David. <laughs> do you have a middle name? I do. It's David. David. That's pretty good. Which I always, which I always thought was like a. Uh, like a nice Irish English name, very mm -hmm. Jewish. The very David. Jewish. I, Makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> got no Judaism in my family. I've got kind of a Jewish uh, snout, but that's about it. I remember when I first no, it was my junior year. It was my second year that I lived here in Virginia. I was in Spanish two, and that was all freshmen in there, and I was a little bit behind, so I was in Spanish two with them. And this girl, we're talking. She's a cute freshman. And we were chatting it up. I was like, okay, this girl likes me. She goes, so what are you doing for holiday break? And I was like, oh, I'm going to uh, some family's house for Christmas. She goes, oh, you celebrate Christmas too? I was like, what do you mean? She goes, like, you're Jewish and Christian? I was like, just because of the not David? Jewish. Oh, just no, because just of your looks? <laughs> Dude, she just thought she just thought I was a Jewish guy. What an and I was assumption. Like, I should have just been like, oi, vey, always with this. <laughs> That's actually like, no. insane that she I was just like so Christian assumptuous. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, okay. You didn't see me sitting at my desk spinning a dreidel talking about the eight nights of gifts <laughs> I have coming up. <laughs> like, what the God. fuck is this, man? Yeah, that she was probably storm the capital. Was, so huh, what are you what are you gonna do? 
well, fun fact about that girl, I won't say her name or anything, but I think, fuck, when was Ben Carson a thing? Because she voted for Ben Carson in the primaries. I think that was Donald Trump. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was 2015, was 2016. Mm-hmm. She was super into Ben Carson, and I was like, okay, well, at least you're still a nut. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy doesn't believe in science, but he's also the Surgeon General of the America, uh, United States. Yeah, he's a brain surgeon that doesn't believe in evolution because yeah. uh, Christianity and everything. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Nope. So God made your lungs like that. It didn't develop over time or anything <laughs> like that. God just made lungs different throughout time. <laughs> Ideas are weird. Um, or beliefs, should I say. Still, what's next? That's all. That's all I have on my list. But I I feel like we're not not quite ready here. Well, I was thinking about this. So, I see like commercials and stuff like that, where you see people just like hanging around, having like backyard barbecues and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and no one's wearing a mask. Oh, you're just like, wait a minute, what's going on? You guys aren't wearing a mask. And then you realize, like, oh, wait, we've only been in this for, like, nine months. Oh, wait. Like, we, our perceptions. We, we had a reality at one point where we didn't have to deal with COVID. But it's just strange. And, like, we're both almost 30 or in our 30s. I'm sorry. So we've had 29 years where we never saw people in public in a mask. We never hung out around each other in a mask. But now that we've been in this thing for only nine, nine months, months, I see someone without well, a mask, months, and I'm like, right? uh, no, I mean, this it started in March. So, True. okay, yeah, 10 months, Reg- if you want to call it that. A little bit. Less than a year, yeah. and, and we are already indoctrined to <laughs> find non-masked uh, content to be just super strange. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's just like... I don't know. It's just like it's becoming almost a way of life. Like it's almost like when you watch a movie from the 90s and they have a cell phone, you're like, Jesus, look how big that phone is. Just because now we all have the iPhone. It's just like this slim little, this slim little thing. We're all just like, whoa, isn't that wild? Just it doesn't take that long. Cause I I pretty sure this thought came to me within the first two months. You know, you'd see a Mm -hmm. commercial and it was like a joke at first where you nudge her, they're not wearing masks, socially distant, right? It's like now it's, it's so actually, quickly to change us. Yeah, it's a reality, and we have to. I mean, it's we just find it weird seeing anything otherwise, or to the contrary. Well, let me ask you this, because I I think we're gonna see a lot of people that kind of like keep the masks on, moving forward, like kind of like how was it, Japan or China? I think that maybe think they both are like very big into the masks. Definitely mask, Japan. But... I mean, because they got hit by SARS and such and and that was true i think that just kind of changed the culture that's why they they were so much so much uh so well prepared for covid compared to us mm-hmm. it was just culturally it was it was just like a, a thing you know mask where were and a normal a norm but i think we're going to see that now mm-hmm. here in the states i'm not saying it's going to be like everybody but we're definitely going to have people that are like oh fuck that i don't this is going to cause ptsd for a shit ton of people out there from losing jobs and maybe having to move to the streets or something like that to all these different things that this is mm -hmm. affecting over nine months like it's just people are going to think about all that and a mask is going to be something and you got to think about how businesses are going to respond to that you know Mm -hmm. like you can't wear a hood in some businesses in normal times but if 
society wants masks are masks just allowed now in stores yeah and i think that'll that'll be a huge uh divide as well come come a year from now even you know when oh yeah we will likely adopt the mask forever i i don't see it just becoming all right no more masks you know there are going to be groups of people who want to continue to wear masks because covid's not the mm-hmm. only thing we have to worry about and right in in that future time like there there's going to be people who are super down with masks who are all right we don't need them anymore and i don't know just a, a, there's going to be a weird divide i think as it is now for sure I mean, yeah, even now, there's the people that go to the Capitol building and storm in that when they see someone with a mask, they're like, you fucking pussy. Well, you afraid to breathe? Maybe <laughs> it's I like, am. no, I'm just like, maybe I am. Maybe I don't find it that intrusive on my life to go. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a problem for me. In fact, I mean, if I cover up this part of my face, maybe people won't think I uh, celebrate Hanukkah, you know, cover up his nose. Good to go. You should be fine. (laughs) Good to go around Christmas time. Yeah. Like that's a Christian. (laughs) Definitely a Christian. Um, Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. That's uh, I'm curious to see what happens. I'm, I'm hopeful for America. I, I I think I have, I have a, uh, an optimistic view because I mean, It'll be pretty hard to just topple America, but maybe yeah, deep in the future, who knows? Obviously, everything falls. Except for Japan. I don't know, man. China. I'm really, I'm really worried just about you know small businesses and shit like that. Like, is my record store gonna still be that? Not my record store, but the one I go to. Mm-hmm. Is that still gonna be there when I'm back? My, my dream club that I wanted to work at in DC for stand up, like eventually make my way there just to have an open mic there one night is done, dead, dusted. The it was like the comedy cellar of DC and it's gone now. Every comedian that came through from New York, Mark Norman, Joe List, Louis CK, anybody that came through would go to the big hunt. Even if they had a show at the DC improv, they were spending the rest of their night at the big hunt. It's dead, done. Their their sister club the i think it's draft house comedy in dc dead it's gone so these like, are two places that would like be the hub for stand-up for the for the big names in the dmv area that's where you would go and it's just done now is it done done or is it they're taking a break so they're still doing stuff online you know zoom stand-up but there's not going to be a location for them to come back to i don't believe unless they can somehow maybe build some money up with also donations. I'm going to look into donations. And if there are any for these places, it'll be in the bio. There'll be a link for you to donate to help support these comedy clubs and everything like that. Don't worry about the improv. That's a franchise. They're going to be good. But yeah, those smaller ones, I mean, we got to support those in any way we can. So I would love to see them come back. I hope they do. They still have the Arlington Draft House, which I believe is under the same umbrella as those places. Okay. So they're not completely dusted, but they have to get their reach back in D.C. But, man, the big hunt was just the iconic. Place. Yeah. Yeah. At least Kevin Hart, when he was working on his show with the Comedy Central, Heart of the City, D.C., I believe, was the first episode. And he got, you know, D.C. is Chocolate City, black comics all over D.C., some of the best comics in D.C., I mean, New York, of course, but like Lafayette Wright is one of the funniest comedians that works this area. Isn't Chappelle I, the from, big... from D.C.? Or am I, am I wrong about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Uh, he, did he go Silver Springs. That? 
no i don't i don't know if it was around then okay okay i'd be i'd be wrong if i said he was or i'd be speaking Mm -hmm. out of turn but i don't know if it was around at that time but i mean since i've been interested the past seven years in Mm stand-up or so in this city like yeah that's been the place like the guys that kill it at open mics that i would see and actually are like headliners on shows and stuff like that or like on the on the billing of a show they would have to work the door the entire night just to do a five minute set on the open mic at that place so it was like one of those real like if you're a dog and you're ready to do comedy and you're ready to like fight and do this every night that's where you go to be big damn yeah that's tough that that's you you said something about zoom shows zoom gigs that's a thing i've i mean that it's gonna sound so pretentious just because like i've only done 50 open mics i'm not a comedian i'm just a guy that's written down jokes and gone and done like a five minute set yeah i like comedy i like to try out comedy and if i can make a room of people laugh i love that Mm -hmm. and like what was where was i even go with that well, my point was, so they actually have Zoom uh, comedy shows? Oh, yeah. So I've I've been wanting to do comedy, and I was looking into Zoom comedy, but just, it, it's no. it's It doesn't make sense. Imagine I've been trying- an audience member for one, and I left. Like, some the one I was in, the audience was muted. So no, no laughing or anything like that. It's Ugh. just a guy doing his jokes, and you're supposed to, like, laugh to yourself. That is so weird. Imagine doing crowd work with a Zoom call. Well, it really depends because then what? Do you not do the full screen, the comedian, since that's the talent? Or do you just have him be one little box that you're looking at and then the entire audience? That's true. I would not want to look at the audience at all. So, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's one of those things. It doesn't make sense for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to try it. Like, it seems like a... It's seemed... just an ass backwards way to do stand up. You don't get any feedback. It's um, you're talking to a computer. I, I feel like for sure. I mean, for, coming from like the perspective of what stand up comedy is, you know, traditionally is. But I, I'm sure there's there are people out there who can make it really work. You know, people people take it, take advantage of limitations all the time. And it's really about the yeah. content and how you produce that. And I think it's doable. Well, yeah, I haven't it, seen it, but. You're exactly right. It's about how you produce it. So Mark Norman had a guy in D- or DC, New York City, that put on a couple of these Zoom shows. And what they did is they projected the audience onto a screen in front of the comedian. Smart. And then had the comedian be like the main screen or something in the Zoom. So they were able to set it up so he was performing to a screen but had an audience in front of him in a way. And he was like, that was good. That, that felt sounds good. Natural. But he was still like on a stage and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> and completely separated from all those people. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's strange. strange times. I mean, I, I really want to get back out there and start doing stand up and everything like that. I'm just waiting for the vaccine. I'm not going up there and holding the same mic or the mask. And a lot of guys have been out there doing it. There are open mics available, but for me, I'm just, I don't know. I, yeah. I just want it back to normal before I try and, like, get my feet back in. You know? And it's not even really about, I mean, the whole thing isn't so much about, I mean, it is, but it's not so much about you getting it. It's about you spreading it, you know? And there are people mm-hmm. in both of our lives that we can't necessarily uh, compromise, so it's not, yeah. worth, not worth the risk. 
I'd say. And I could take I could take two weeks, you know, go do it and then like quarantine for two weeks or whatever. But mm -hmm. I try and not do that because, like you said, the people in our lives that are compromised, like I want to spend as much time with these people as I can because yeah. you don't you don't know what's going to happen in a couple months. So mm -hmm. I'd rather not miss out just so I could go do an open mic comedy yeah. for a couple people it's at, not... at, a, at a smaller crowd and all that. It's just not it's not worth the risk for me yeah. right now. Risk and reward. And I don't know. I, I feel like there's there's more opportunity for you to for anyone who's uh, doing some has some sort of talent or, or something they're trying to pursue that you know covid is compromised i mean this is, this is the time to do it at home and perfect your craft i i think exactly. i mean with comedy it's a little difficult because <laughs> you can only really know if something's funny when you have that crowd in front of you but i, I think it's the opportunity right, to but, actually like write well yeah that and also I mean, think about what we're doing right now. We started this in a pandemic, mm -hmm. this podcast, and this is a creative avenue in itself. And there's times where I think of a bit that we're talking about here and it just comes in the moment and I write that down. So I have been writing. Good. So it is it, like you're saying, like, I know you're working on your music a lot right now, too. Like mm -hmm. you've recently uploaded a lot of your music to uh, YouTube yeah. and we'll link that in the bio as well. Everybody should check out Don's music. It's fantastic. And if you want to use one of his beats, hit him up. Yeah. Hit him up. I got beats. He can send you that beat for a little for a little scratch. You can get a beat. You know, not too much scratch, but a little scratch. You get a beat. Throw him some ducats. <laughs> you get a beat. It's really funny. <laughs> Actually, I I don't really I'm not pursuing music in any any way at all. I, I should probably get like a manager for that. But um I literally uploaded all those beats to YouTube just so I didn't have to use, I, I was previously using Google Drive to actually just like listen mm -hmm. to my own beats and stuff. And I was just like, oh, screw that. I'm gonna, gonna use uh, YouTube. So that was a selfish upload, but I don't know. Hey, it's nice. Like now. I told you, I've just been sitting around working or just like reading and I just throw your beats on because they're so easy and mellow to just like hang out and listen to. Okay. So I, I really dig them and I, guarantee other people and people in our audience will too so again that'll be linked in the bio of this video to check out some of don's beats yeah um yeah actually i wanted to ask you something because you know i'm i we both have our little creative creative i don't know why i said it that way our little creativity avenues mm -hmm. and yours is big in music and everything like that uh one of the best artists producers rappers that we knew and caught not we didn't know but like a big a big sound of our college experience in our college years mf doom passed away and yeah just a phenomenal loss to the hip-hop community i i was in and out of hip-hop a lot but i've never thrown on doom and hated it it's no. always a fucking experience doom was always and i wanted to ask people. you like what what kind of what kind of inspiration is doom to you and does his passing make you want to do music more or does when he passes does that like trigger your creative mindset where it's like i want to make shit now i want to make shit kind of like he made shit um well i'm not a rapper so it's kind of kind of difficult but he did produce some awesome beats but uh mm -hmm. no i i just thought his whole like persona of the man behind the mask 
was something yeah. that intrigued me heavily i i curate my my uh like i i'm not a big uh like sell well i don't i've never posted a selfie or anything like that but i'm not usually <laughs> big on on posting images of myself the only thing that's ever on on my uh feed is like pictures of me mm-hmm. and my wife but no i've i've kind i mean i guess i kind of defeated the purpose of that but i uh I've always been inspired by by that. Uh, what is it? Um, just the mystery, you know. I, mm-hmm. I I I feel like that. There, there's, I mean, you have like these EDM uh, DJs and stuff that that kind of followed suit with his uh, his approach, but no one has done it like him. Especially the announcement of his death yeah. on. <laughs> on new year's finding out that he actually died on freaking uh was it halloween day halloween day yep. yeah insane most but mf doom very, thing ever exactly very doom yeah He'll be no that that was miss, man that was tragic i mean the guy's a fucking he animal he's the best yeah he's the best just such a unorthodox flow unorthodox vocabulary everything about him was just so unique and so like him it was yeah. it was him there's so many people who, who have tried to imitate but no you, no one can do doom besides doom no and there's always going to be something there like you said like the mystery kind of aspect is always a cool thing like i was a i was a little metalhead back in the day mm-hmm. um so like Slipknot really interested me because right. they wore the mask. They were like these creepy mask guys that put out some hard music. And I was like, hell yeah, I was a pissed off 13 year old just in my room listening to Idaho. It's like, fuck yeah, dude, people equal shit, <laughs> you know, just like an angry teen. But yeah, it, also the masks were such a cool aspect of it. Have you heard of Gore? Um, yeah, yeah, they're from Richmond. Yeah, they, there's actually a, in Richmond they have a uh, a restaurant Guar Bar, and mm-hmm. yep. it's fucking, it's so cool. It's a very rad spot. Yeah, Guar's Guar's nasty. They're awesome. Yeah. Another metal bands from Richmond, Virginia, uh, Lamb of God. Have you oh, heard for of real? them? I didn't They're know from that. that area. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that one, folks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lamb of God's from Richmond. Maybe. But yeah, that was that was another one of my big bands mm-hmm. back in Texas, back in my good old metal days. Yeah. Um, I meant to mention this earlier, but uh, we were talking about Christmas and New Year's. Did you come up with any resolutions? I'm not a big resolution guy normally, but this year I have two. Well, three, but yeah. I'm trying it out. I'm not a big uh resolution guy either i i think my biggest resolution is this piece of shit here because i hate it and mm. don't like that it's taken hold of my life and yeah uh, so that that's a goal i i think i have a, a a game plan that is likely not very foolproof but i want to buy one of those uh those timer boxes where you can like oh, okay you know what i'm talking about so you can like set mm-hmm. a time and it's locked for an hour or or whatever you you yep. set it to so Start off small, an hour here and there, and hopefully uh, by like six months, I'm just not touching this thing because I don't care for it. 
but to slowly wean yourself off. I'm sure that's not how addiction works. So, <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a, you gotta have a strong mental fortitude for this. Mm-hmm. So you gotta want to not I would not do it. But I think the wean off is probably helpful. Yeah, yeah, and that's the biggest problem is you've got to not want to do it, or you know you really got to put yourself to it. So. I'll save that resolution for 2022 personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. That one's not quite for me yet. Yeah. So do you know, uh, I've got a couple to be honest with you. Um, the biggest one for me though, is to just isolate or separate myself more often from my phone. I've noticed that that fucking thing is in my hand, probably 16 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm constantly looking at it, especially staying at home now. Yeah. Like it's just so easy. Like I'm bored. I'll open up Twitter, close Twitter, just to open up Twitter again and not even notice that I'm doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? The fact that you- What is this fucking thing? <laughs> the fact that it was turned off for a second is, isn't enough of a break for you to want to be like, all right, yeah. why don't I go see what's going on? Like how, how addicted to social media or like these little apps am I that I like open up Facebook, okay, close it, open it up again. I'm just like, no, wait a minute, something new. What, we, what am I doing? My mind is just all caught up in it. I'm constantly looking at this fucking little thing. What is your, and I don't even have a girlfriend. I'm not texting anybody. What's, <laughs> I'm what's not doing your, shit on it. What's your notification settings? Are you getting notified from all your apps and stuff? No, 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 no. Turn I turn off yeah, all turn notifications. All that shit off. You yeah. gotta you gotta go to the downtime go to go to settings, go to downtime, and you can set some times within the, the day or night, preferably, uh, where you don't have access to those uh to those apps and you can like set specific See, apps. That's what I I can't want. do that. And it has I just worked. gotta like but that's what I, I gotta cold turkey it. Mm-hmm. That's what I gotta do. I gotta like throw the phone to the other side of the room and like pick up a book and read for three hours and be like, okay, you took three hours to do something that wasn't staring at fucking yeah. Instagram for three hours. No, I, I think maybe you, you, uh, maybe we both buy those, those boxes, those time boxes together. And then you can throw your phone. See, I'm in freaked out about those. Just in case you have like an emergency. I'm an anxious. Yeah. I'm an anxious little twerp. And all I'm going to be thinking is like, Oh, if my phone's in there for an hour, what if someone kicks my door in and I need to call nine one one? Oh, I got to wait 42 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't think a, uh, intro- a vaporizer is as, as pressing a tool to, to have in a, in a goddamn, uh, B and E. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of need that phone. It's like, Look. uh, I'm trying to not use my gun so much. So I put it in this lock timer <laughs> and a B and E. I kind of want to have that. Maybe that's the problem with not having house phones anymore. That that we lose that that no, that's le- a great point. level of security, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my parents they have a house phone and they're fucking never on their cell phones. I'll really? text them. I'll text them at like 10 a.m. and I won't hear back until like 6 p.m. Like, hey, sorry, just wasn't looking at the phone. It was charging. Like it was charging for eight hours. What does it have a full time job on the charger? <laughs> damn yeah yeah I, I don't know anyone well i guess my my in-laws have a a uh, house phone but they're also like pretty old relatively. yeah that's like my parents mm-hmm. it's so funny my dad just got an iphone like seven months ago and when we just had the snow a few weeks ago he was taking all these like pictures he's like god look at it look at this camera it's literally just him taking pictures he's like look this one looks like art and i'm like this looks one like looks it's like snowing art. outside you took a <laughs> It's like, uh, yeah, you're right, Dad. It's a great phone. That's a yeah. That's a great picture. That's, that's a good one. You should sell that. I mean, 
he just loves it so much. He's like, oh, man, these pictures are crazy. And he like has a smart TV <laughs> mm-hmm. and he can like cast it to the TV. And he's like, look, look, I took this the other day. They're just like, cool, dad. Nice. Maybe, maybe learn a thing nice, about dad. photography, but <laughs> good job. Yeah. Good yeah. start. Yeah, what's your shutter speed at? <laughs> no, I've been, that's definitely one of my, uh, one of my biggest hobbies is not necessarily photography, but, but just like diving into to all that stuff. I love it. And yeah, you, you just uh, got that new camera. That thing looks sick from that little video that you sent, that you edited and you. sent over. Yeah. I love uh, that. Yeah, I won't see the light of day, but I, I think it was pretty cool. And that was just like test footage, just like messing around. So mm-hmm. I'm curious what like some kind of actual like directed f- uh, footy can be look like. Well, I'll send you over the footage. scripts that I wrote. I know. See what you think about those. I don't know how good this camera can can uh, necessarily do indoors, but I mean, I, I think we can uh, maybe do a little skit or two. Yeah, hey, we'll we'll get some lighting rigs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Be no problem. Yeah. Be no problem, baby. No. I, I, uh. You gotta have your hobbies. So. Oh yeah. Everyone finds for sure if you can, and if not, I mean, find anything. It's okay. Find anything that can make you happy, really. I mean, keep your time busy and keep happy. That's really all we got to do in this life, right? Mm-hmm. Find something. All right, Don. Well, I think we got a pretty good episode here. I guess we'll see. We'll see. What Thank you, everybody, are. for listening. Yeah, the numbers, I guarantee, dude, we're going to probably break 10 with this hey, one. You think? This one's, this, one's the, mm. this one's the fucking one right this here. The money. Yeah. Finally right. going to do this it. This is the money, baby. <laughs> Oh, we're about to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. It's been nice. All right, guys. Thank Thanks you for so listening much. to In the Wrong Podcast. It's been Sean and Don. And Tata. Bailey? Tata. Oh, and Bailey. Yeah, Tata. And Bailey. Wait, can she say Tata? No. Can you say it? Oh yeah. Tata. Oh yeah. Tata, Bailey. Ta-ta, Don. All right, man.